want to invite your attention and consideration this morning to the Old Testament record, Psalms 138. And I uh, want to read a passage into your hearing. I believe this is what the Lord would have for our consideration on today. Psalm 138. I will praise thee with my whole heart. That's really enough right there. God bless you. I want to talk for the next few minutes on this thought. How to make it through the weekdays. How to make it through the weekdays. I'm sure it would be safe to say this morning that most people who have a challenging week look forward to and long for the weekends. Weekends for many represent a time of rest, relaxation, renewal, and hopefully worship. We look forward to our weekends. However, the reality of the matter is that we cannot get to the weekends without having to go through some weekdays. When you look at David, the writer of this text, you discover that David, like many of us, could use some weekends. But when we find him here, he's in the midst of some weekdays. And just in case there's someone in here who has not caught on by now, when I'm talking about weekdays, I'm not merely talking about Monday through Friday days. In other words, I'm not talking about W-E-E-K days. I'm talking about some W-E-A-K days. And I discovered that all of us can find ourselves having some W-E-A-K days. Listen, on any given day throughout the year. Because weekdays can hit you on any day. As a matter of fact, for some, even some weekends have become weekdays. Uh, for some, some holidays, some anniversaries, even some birthdays of loved ones gone by have become weekdays. And regardless of what some of these televangelists and motivational speakers have to say, listen, you don't have to be walking wrong in order to run into some weekdays. Weekdays can fall on the best of us. The Bible says in Matthew 5 and 45 that he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and send of rain on the just and on the unjust. Why does he do it, Pastor? That ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. And so David lets us know in the text here this morning that weekdays can happen even to the best of us. And if they can happen to the best of us, guess what? They can surely happen to the rest of us. David says in the seventh verse of this 138th number of Psalms, he's talking about being surrounded by trouble and facing even the anger of his enemies. Now that may sound kind of strange to us because 
Uh, so often when we hear from David, uh, we're used to hearing him uh, talking about uh, being a shepherd uh, for his father Jesse's sheep. When we hear about David so often, we hear about him being that strong shepherd boy, the, the one who watched over his sheep, the one who protected uh, the sheep from the lions and the bears. We're used to hearing about David standing up to the giant Goliath, and then bringing that giant down to his knees with a slingshot and a rock. We're accustomed to hearing about the David who was this great captain of the guard, uh, the David who sat as king over all of Israel. We're accustomed to hearing about David who wrote uh, that wonderful piece, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside still waters, restores my soul, leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even when I have to walk uh, through the valley of the shallow death, David would tell us, I don't have to sweat anything. He's right there with me. Matter of fact, we're accustomed to hearing David talking about how God will prepare a table before you. Even in the presence of your haters, make them stand up, starve, watch you sit down, enjoy and eat. And then he's got the nerve to even go ahead and anoint our head with oil and make our cup to run over. Uh, that's the David I'm sure most of us are accustomed to hearing about. And so when I read this passage, I really wondered, could this really be that same David? Uh, could this really be that same David we're accustomed to hearing about perhaps someone stole his identity. There's a lot of that going around now. And so I sent David an email. I said, David, now did you drop your wallet somewhere? Uh, did you lose your cell phone? Did somebody steal your identity? Because uh, I'm thinking this just doesn't sound quite like you. Uh, this can't be the same David, the David that fought the lions and the bears, uh, the giant, the same David that wrote the 23rd Psalm, the same David the Bible says, uh, you're a man after God's own heart, all of that. Mm -hmm. David responded, yeah, I'm the one that did all of that. Yes. I said, well, what happened, David? He said, well, I did all of that stuff on some of my strong days. Yeah. Yeah. He said, but tell the folk there are going to be some days when you can't be strong for everybody else and yourself. Yeah. And David demonstrates that even the best of us can have some weak days. Amen. Days when we feel like trouble is all around us. Uh, it even happened to a fella named Job one day. Y'all remember Job? Uh, Job, uh, the Bible says, was a perfect man. A just man, a righteous man. But yet when he lost what he had, his livestock, his children, his standing in the community. Uh, matter of fact, his wife even lost her mind. Job put out an APB on God, said, oh, I wish I could find him. Not only did it happen to Job, it even happened to John the Baptist, of whom Jesus says there is no greater man than John. But one day when uh, he found himself behind prison bars, wondering how things were going to work out, he had to send a text to Jesus. He said, now listen, I know we're cousins, but now are you really the one? Or do we need look for another? Didn't only happen to Job, didn't only happen to John, but listen, it even happened to Jesus. Yes. Over in the Garden of Gethsemane, 
when he said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. Yeah, yeah, I hear him saying, I just wish this cup would pass from me. And so what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying uh, if it can happen to David, if it can happen to Job, if it can happen to John, and you know if it can happen to Jesus, it can happen to the best of us. And if it can happen to the best of us, I declare it can happen to the rest of us. And so how do you make it when weekdays come? Well, first of all, the text today reveals that David goes to God in prayer. David says in verse 3 of this song, when I called, I didn't get a recording. I didn't get a a voicemail, but the Lord answered my call. Uh, Listen, I'm almost done already. You ain't shouting, but listen, if you're going to make it through your weekdays, you got to remember that God still hears and answers your prayers. Anybody here know there's still power in prayer? Whenever life begins to weigh you down with disappointments and despair, trouble seems to be surrounding you. Listen, you don't have to lose your mind. Uh, You don't have to stay up all night long. You don't even have to run your blood pressure up. You don't have to curse anybody. Sometimes you just need to call a time out and have a little talk with Jesus. Uh, It was Alfred Lord Tennyson who said that more things are wrought by prayer than the world could even imagine. I just stopped by to remind you, if you're going to make it through your weekdays, you need to remember that prayer still changes things. I said prayer changes things. Look like this crowd silent on this side. This, I just preached to y'all today. I said prayer changes things. Anybody over here know prayer still moves mountains? Prayer still opens closed doors. Prayer still erases impediments. Prayer can humble the high-minded. Prayer can rearrange situations working against you to end up working for you. I said prayer changes things. If you're going to make it through your weekdays, never forget to pray. Matter of fact, you ought not only begin every day with prayer, you ought to begin every assignment with prayer. Let me help somebody here. You need to begin every relationship with prayer. Because listen, young ladies, if you're dating a man or considering dating him and he has a problem uh, praying with you, he won't have no problem praying on you. Am I talking to anybody in here? That goes for the man and the woman. I said, if he got a problem, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G with you, he ain't gonna, he or she ain't gonna have no problem, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G on you. Preach Pastor Curry. I'm preaching my own sermon today. Jesus said in Luke 18 and 1, man ought always pray and not faint. And you do know what real prayer is, don't you? Real prayer is not merely a monologue, but real prayer is what you call a dialogue. Real prayer is not just talking to God, but real prayer is talking with God. You're not feeling me. All right. One day a little girl was praying uh, at the foot of her bed uh, on her knees to God. And eventually her mother walked in the room and she said, baby, uh, you've been praying long enough tonight. Get up and go on to bed. Little girl looked around. She said, what's that, mother? She said, yeah, you've been talking to God long enough tonight. It's time to go to bed. And that little girl looked up at her mother and said, oh, mother, you must understand. And she says, I'm uh, I'm finished talking to God. Uh, She said, the reason I'm still bowed, 
She said, I'm waiting for God to get through talking to me. Yeah. Oh, all right. Look, somebody tell me that's what prayer is. It's not a monologue, it's a dialogue. If you just get down on your knees and tell him everything on your mind and get up and go to bed, you ain't been praying. Preach courage. I said it's a monologue. You need to wait for God to talk. Anybody know he'll talk back to you? Oh, the hymn writer said he walks with me and he talks with me and tells me I am his own. That's what prayer is. Prayer is communicating with the creator. Prayer is touching base with the boss. Uh, prayer makes sure you stay in the right spirit. Yeah. You still ain't on board. Listen, when you say our father, uh, you're entering into a family spirit. Yeah. When you say who art in heaven, you're in a believing spirit. Yeah. When you say hallowed be thy name, you're in a reverent spirit. Yeah. When you say thy kingdom come, you're in an expectant spirit. When you say thy will be done, you're in a submissive spirit. When you say give us this day, you're in a dependent spirit. When you say forgive us, that's a humble spirit. When you say lead us, that's a disciplined spirit. When you say deliver us, that's a protective spirit. When you say for thine is the kingdom, that's an exalted spirit. When you say the power and the glory, that's a triumphant spirit. And when you say forever and ever, that's an eternal spirit. If there anybody in here know prayer will keep you in the right spirit. Somebody taking a survey uh, yesterday uh, on the internet talking about do you, how concerned with you over prayer being out of school. Listen, I don't care nothing about prayer being out of school. Uh, I'm more alarmed about parents taking prayer out of the home. Right, right, right. Pray for your child before they go to school. Anybody here know they can take prayer out out of school, but they can't take prayer out of you. Right, right. David lets us know we can make it through the weekdays. If you remember to pray through your pain. But then not only, uh, number one, if you're going to make it through your weekdays, not only remember you got to pray through your pain, but number two, you got to learn how to sing through your storm. All right. Can I preach just a few more minutes in here? I said not only pray through your pain, but number two, you got to learn how to sing through your storm. Yes. David says in verse one of this wonderful song, he says, I will praise thee. With my whole heart, I will sing praise unto thee. Uh, During those days when you're feeling down, despondent, uh, in despair, uh, you all keep one of the Lord's songs in your heart. Uh Uh, When I was a little boy, you you have a Bible, then you had a little book called The Gospel Pearls. Uh, I still have it today. It it had great hymns of the church, and I fell in love with those uh, old hymns because I discovered there's a song for every storm. Yeah, yeah. I said there's a song for every storm. You, you, you see, singing is another way of communicating with the Lord. And he's provided a song for every storm. And so listen, sometimes when you're feeling lonely, even with folk around you, you can still feel lonely. Sometimes you just all start singing to yourself, what a friend. Is this mic still on? I said, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege. Y'all don't know these old songs. If you learn them, they'll help you sing through your storm. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God 
preach courage in prayer. If you're feeling lost out here, lost your direction, you ought to try singing, Father, I stretch. Help me preach it today. My hand to thee, no other. Help I know if thou withdraw thyself from me. Oh, whither shall I go? If you're feeling helpless and like nothing is going your way, you need to start singing, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Come on, ask me when you need them. Come on, I'm trying to tell you. Come on, ask me. Well, since you ask me, I need them every hour. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. If you're feeling like you're unworthy, you all try singing just as I am. Without one plea, but that thy blood. Anybody know about the blood of Jesus? I'm just testifying this morning. The blood was shed for me, and thou biddest me come to thee. O Lamb of God, I come, I come. If you're feeling down because some opportunities have passed you by, look like you can't catch up with them, you all just learn to sing, pass me not. O gentle Savior, hear my humble cry while on others. Thou art calling, do not pass me. But listen, if you ever feel like your faith is waning on one of those weekdays, you all just try singing, Jesus, keep me near the cross. For there is a precious fountain. It's free to all the healing stream. Flows from Calvary's mountain in the cross. In the cross, I tell you, be my glory ever. Till my raptured soul shall find. Rest beyond the river. If you're feeling guilty over stuff in your past, you all start singing. There is a fountain. What's it filled with? It's filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners that plunge beneath that flood lose all their guilt and stain. If you're feeling confused and don't know why what's happening to you is happening to you, you all just try singing Father Alone. We'll know more about it. Father Alone. We'll understand why. Cheer up, my brother. Live on in the sunshine. We'll understand it better by and by. If you feel like things and plans are just falling apart around you like David, you all just try singing blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. Glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. Been purchased by God. Born of his spirit. Been washed. Anybody been washed in here today? You won't act like that. You've been washed in, in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Ask me what I'm going to do about it. Songwriter said, I'm going to praise my Savior all the day long. If you're feeling depressed in your spirit, you all just learn how to sing. I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. Reverend Father, I had some weary days. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I had some sleepless nights. But when I look around and I think things over, you know what happens, don't you? All my good days, they outweigh my bad days. Tell somebody, tell them I won't complain. Tell them you can make it through your weak days. If you sway through your pain and sing through your storm. And then let the lastly rely on his word through your worry. David says in verse 2, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name. For thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. 
So listen, when you're facing tough moments in life, the troubling circumstances, weekdays, remember that everything God has promised in his word, God is able and willing to deliver on your behalf. You just need to know his word, rely on his word, and then encourage yourself in his word. Matter of fact, his word is encouraging in itself. Doesn't matter what you're going through, his word says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. He says, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. You ain't hear me this morning. I said, the Bible says, listen, whatever you're going through, the word says, fear thou not. You still ain't shouting. Let me try it again. The Bible says, no matter what you're going through, his word says, fear thou not. Listen, there are 365 fear nots in the Bible. And so let me try it again. His, his word says, fear thou not. Fear not. Still ain't I said there are 365 fear nots literally in the Bible. Okay, you ain't catching it. Listen, you, you just gonna blow your mind. I obviously you ain't heard this before. There are actually 365 days in a year. So let me he says, fear thou not. There are 365 fear nots in the Bible. In case you ain't heard, there's 365 days in the year. What you say is that there's a fear not for every day of your week day throughout the year. You don't even have to hold on to your fear not tonight. He got a brand new fear not for you on tomorrow. Won't he do it? Anybody that know you can make it through your weekdays, if you pray through your pain, sing through your storm, rely on his word through your worries. The word says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord, the word says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. Acknowledge him. Anybody know what he'll do? He'll direct your path. You got to know the word. The word says, wait on the Lord. Hey, wish I had some Bible readers in here this morning. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. What will he do for you? He'll strengthen thine heart. Wait on 